Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word. My name is Tisha Page and I'm the host of this podcast. And if you guys do not know, you're new here. This is a faith-based podcast. I'm going to be talking about how to live and love God's word. Yes. And I know that the Bible can be complicated. It could be confusing sometimes, but I'm here to help you guys um, apply the Bible into your life so that you can improve your life, your relationships, yourself and how to treat others honestly all your answers are all in the bible this is a blueprint how to navigate your life the bible is a blueprint how to navigate your life if you're returning here i am so glad that you are here so this episode is going to be talking about how to find your community. If you're somebody who's struggling with anxiety, maybe you don't think you need community. Maybe you think that I could do bad all by myself and I don't need nobody. Or maybe if you are looking for somebody, um, maybe you are looking for community and you just need some tips. The power of community is something that I did not know that I needed honestly i would say that it was really hard for me because in the beginning i was dealing with a lot of fear y'all um fear with new people social anxiety and this is something i didn't realize i had an issue with until i um rededicated my life and i stopped partying i stopped um going to clubs i'm drinking all the time and not to say that drinking is wrong i'm just saying that you know, for me, my convictions, I started to realize that I was relying on alcohol to deal with anxiety and fear. And because of me stopping is when I realized that I had an actual problem. I was relying on it um, to be around other people. And so when I first started going into church groups, it was just weird. It was, I was just not used to it. I was not used to talking to people about my feelings, about what's going on in my life. You know, most most of the time I was with my friends, um, with my old friends, and we were partying and we didn't really, we talked about it, but we, most times we were not always sober. Um, our fun was having, you know, was drinking with each other. Um, our fun was going to the clubs, going to parties. We never had, like Bible, I was never into Bible studies. Um, as an adult, I was never into, oh, let's fellowship and pray with each other. This is something I was not familiar with and I had to really get used to it. Um, what it really meant to live for Christ in a community. Luckily, I had a best friend who was Christian and she was also seeking a relationship with God. So she was the only person I could talk to and communicate with and be myself without having to be on anything and i love that feeling and like she was actually one of the people that would just talk to me about jesus all the time and i would listen to her and i loved it during my walk with god god has helped me with a lot of fear talking speaking being around new people and if anything i love being around new people now god has switched and changed my life upside down i will have to say but this year has been the this year has been the year where i actually got into community and i joined a group i joined a group for like the third time and i actually stayed in it and I was able to open up to them. Be, we were able to be vulnerable with each other. We were able to like open up about certain things that was going on in our life. And we encourage each other. We prayed for each other. I've been doing Bible studies with um, other friends online. And it has just been life-changing. And God has used these people to help me push me forward in my life. And also in my ministry. Like this podcast, honestly would have taken so much longer if i did not have people around me praying for me um helping me um being with me 
and in life and i just want to let you know like if you're a christian and you are struggling having community right now i am going to let you know that it sometimes it takes time but i do realize that god wants us to be in community we were never meant to be alone we were never meant to walk with god alone we had to have somebody I'm going to read Acts 2, 42 through 47. Now it says they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and everything had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one another who needed it. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Like, wow. And what I'm reading that right now is the early church. This is what the first community of church people look like. And it says, they met with regular with one another. They worshiped together. They met with each other at their house together. They fellowship with together. They would share the good things and the bad things. They did life together. They were never alone. Like they were all in each other's business. There was just no, it, literally there was no way for them to mess up when they had people in their lives. And it's not even a bad thing. They had people letting them know, like telling the truth. Every time the enemy will always, sometimes the enemy will use your, um, you not having friends community because he wants to isolate you because he knows when you're isolated, he could say anything he wants. He could put little seeds in your mind and make you feel like you are less than. He can make you, he could deceive you, whatever that is. So I'm letting you know, have community, have people who will fight for you, have people who will pray for you, have people who will pour into you and encourage you and help you do good in your life. I know people who have said that they don't feel like they need to go to church. That is a lie. I used to be those people. I used to be those people who'd be like, I don't need to go to church every Sunday. I literally could just kneel down, pray, worship God right where I am. I do not need community. And that was a lie. Like right here, it talks about having a church community. You cannot walk this life um, without Jesus, without a community, without people. And I know you may think that like, I got this, I'm all together, I'm strong. Um, and honestly, I don't want to deal with anybody. Well, I'm here to tell you that, you know, take baby steps. So I'm going to read Ephesians 5.25. It says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Married people are usually the package deal. Wherever the husband is, the wife is. Wherever the wife is, the husband is. Just like Jesus so if you're a follower of Christ, you are Christian and you're like, I don't want to go to church. I don't need the church. It is a package deal. You cannot have Jesus without the church. You can have the church without Jesus. It's a whole package deal. And it also says in the verse, it says Jesus loves the church. So if God loves the church and you love Jesus, that means you got to love what Jesus loves. And he loves the church. That means you got to get your butt into church. I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but like go. I know it could be struggle. It could be, I know it could be hard for you. You don't know anybody. Maybe you don't got any friends there. Do it anyways, because God will work something out for you. If you step in to the uncomfortable, 
God will be able to use that. Now, if you stay home and you're like, I don't want to go to church. I'm nervous. Uh, I'm dealing with anxiety right now. God can't do anything with that. You're literally by yourself. There's going to be one day in your life where you're going to need people. You're going to need people to pray for you. You're you're going to go through struggles. And the Bible says we're going to go through a lot of issues and problems in life. But God didn't call us to do it alone. He called us to do it together. So I'm going to read Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. It says, let us consider how we may spur one another on to the love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. So God did not call us to be passive Christians. He wants us to get plugged into a church, encourage each other and be there for one another. It says there are people who are neglecting each other. That is just God saying that there are Christians who are neglecting each other. There's a lot of people who are being neglected. There are a lot of people who aren't going to church. There are a lot of people who need friendship. They need community. I know you need community. Every single person in this walk with God are going to need community. You know, sometimes we want to isolate ourselves. Don't do that. Don't start making steps towards building relationship with someone one person two people if you don't have that community you know hit up a friend um ask them or hit up a person you meet at church ask them you want to do a bible study with them ask them to to pray with them once a week be consistent be consistent um do zoom meetings now we everything's online you can do zoom meetings now you don't have to just call each other up. You literally could see the person on the phone. And I'm not saying just go for that. You know, if you cannot do, if you cannot meet with people in person, all right, totally do online Zoomies. But I definitely encourage you guys to like meet with each other face to face. It literally is like, it's it does something for you. So I want to zoom into um, the word fellowship. So it talked about in Acts, it talked about how they fellowship with each other. And I'm going to read you guys what, does fellowship mean and it says fellowship means that um our friendly associations especially with people who share one interest um other synonyms for fellowship is companionship friendship togetherness mutual support omg mutual support and that is just amazing because these people they all like the early church they all shared one interest they all had a love for jesus they all had a love um they had the love to share the same bible they had the same bible they had the same beliefs they had the same struggles they had the same victories they shared the again they shared the the same love for god reading acts going back to acts um, the early church community should, should be your foundation of how you should live your life um, with people, how we are supposed to fellowship. We're supposed to meet with them. We're supposed to have Bible studies together with them, love on them, share things with them. Um, you know, just, just be kind, generous, you know, obviously I'm not telling y'all to share and sell all your possessions. No, that's not what I'm telling you. But, you know, just be a family. Literally, a family is like a unit. A church community is literally a family. Be a family. Be a unit. Live life with each other. I know it's really hard, you know, nowadays. Everybody has nine to fives. And it's hard to meet with people. You know, if that is you, um, you know, maybe you could just meet with somebody at least once a week. Maybe meet with them online on Zoom. And you could do a Bible study, a prayer group. Join, um, join a church group. 
have a group chat you know i know they have whatsapp now start a group chat with them that you guys just talk what's going on in your life share scripture with people um ask them to pray for you all these things you could like we have a phone with an iphone now we have technology use these things to form your community whatever that is god has called us to share our lives with each other it says in first corinthians 12 26 and 27 it says if one member suffers all the parts share the suffering if one member is honored all rejoice with it now you collectively collectively are christ's body and individually you are members of it so god wants to share the good and the bad you know you don't have to share every detail of your life you could literally if you're dealing if you're somebody who hates talking just show up like most times when i do groups you know i'm still dealing with social anxiety sometimes i don't want to show up all the time if anything i'm like i just want to eat eat popcorn watch my show be by myself but god be like tanisha you have made a you made a commitment you want to grow spiritually just show up and i literally just tell myself to just show up and god leads this whole conversation sometimes i don't even i don't expect myself to talk and i talk anyways sometimes i don't even talk there are days i don't even want to talk and there's somebody talking and they're sharing something that they're going in your life and i can relate to them and that helps me so much it literally motivates me sometimes most times people have the solutions you need for your problems sometimes you even have the answer to somebody else's problems like we have to think about this sometimes we just don't know what jesus wants to talk to us about and in that group that day that hour jesus wants us listening he wants us there okay so i'm gonna read matthew i'm gonna read i'm gonna read matthew 18 20 and it says for where two or three are gathered in my name i am there among them so you guys this is so important god is there like those days that you don't want to go those days where you feel like you're being judged those days where you feel like you are not heard you're not smart enough you have nothing to bring into the table that is a lie god is there he will work something amongst your group together he wants every single person to get something out of it so if god is there that means that you're gonna grow and you're gonna get something out of it there's gonna be something there that god wants for you to have so isolation so i mentioned this earlier isolation is just no it's a no-no i have been the person especially in the winter and the fall where i don't want to go out i don't want to go i actually just found out that i'm anemic and i'm like oh that explains a lot because when it's cold i'm like i want to stay home it's snowing i want to stay home well i'm here to tell you do not isolate yourself do not it says here proverbs 8 1 it says he who separates himself from god and man seeks his own desire he quarrels against all sound wisdom and right here it says right here when you isolate yourself you don't get the opportunity to hear from other people hear wisdom hear solutions and we're going to have tough seasons we're going to have struggles whatever that is it could be in our family our friendship it could be just with ourselves at job at work and we feel the need to step back and try to handle things on our own and that's not that's just not how god wants to handle some things some things we need people to pour into us well, maybe you are a person who has dealt with trauma 
Maybe you've had bad relationships and you just don't want that to happen to you. I'm so sorry that is you. You know, I'm so sorry if that has happened to you, but I want to let you know that don't let that stop you from getting your relationships with other people. Do not let this stop you from having community with other people. Because I've been that person where I've had bad relationships and I really wanted to isolate myself from everybody. I thought that I couldn't form relationships. I was so nervous. I had fear. And now that I look back, I realize this is what the enemy just wanted. He wanted me to separate myself from people. He wanted me to deal things with myself. He was planting seeds in my mind and they were just so toxic. He made me feel like I was unloved, rejected, um, all these things and I was dealing with these things on my own. And then once I was able to come with people, they were able to tell me what is wrong and what is right. They had a better mindset than I did in a certain situations. While there were other situations where I had a better mindset and I had a healthier mindset um, in certain situations, I was able to pour into them. So it's not really all about us. You may not, you may not think that you need somebody in your life, but they might be somebody who needs you. Proverbs eleven fourteen. it says, for lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. So the more people you have around your circle, the more successful you are. It literally says that the lack of guidance, if you have lack of guidance, you're not going to win. You're not going to be successful, but you will have victory when you have people, when you have advisors. Advisors could be a therapist. Advisors could be a mentor. Advisors could just be friends, friends who have healthier, who are, who are, have healthier, um, healthier mindsets. It could be a church leader. It could be your pastor. You know, you have to think about this. We all need help. We all need help in things. We think we're all strong. We think that we are smarter than most people. That is a lie. People have fallen many times without community. You know, we had Solomon. We have David. I'm not sure how their relationships were, but I, but they fell. They fell into sin. And that just means that anybody is prone to sin. Anybody's prone to fall. Anybody's prone to think that they have a mindset that is true and it's really not. How many times I believed false things or I was deceived by the enemy and somebody was able to make it clear, um, give me clarity about a situation in my life? So many times. And if it was not for these people to, it was if it was not for me opening my mouth and letting people into my life, I would have been stuck. I would have been struggling so much. But you know, now that I have people in my life, Bible studies, praying, life has been so much easier. Life has been tougher. The spiritual warfare has been crazy since I've been coming to Jesus. But having community has been one of the successes of me even doing this podcast. You know, me doing videos, more community, more success. Isolation equals downfall. The lack of, it says the lack of guidance, a nation falls. So if you're isolated, you will fall. You will. When more people are in your circle, you will be more successful. 
Yes, more successful. I found this article and it talks about the pros, cons of isolation and being a community. So isolation. So yes, isolation is great. You have more peace. You're not nervous. You could be yourself. That is amazing. I used to think the same thing. You know, I also feel the same thing. And I know that there are times where God's going to want to have, have moments with you. Um, but I do realize that you do need to have time with, I do realize you need to have time with yourself, with Jesus, but God doesn't call us to isolation all the way. So pros for isolation is you have peace and quiet. Yes, that is great. That is awesome. You have great sufficiency. You just rely on yourself. You rely on your skills. You rely on your resources. You're more creative. You have a deeper understanding. There's no distractions. You know, all these things are great. Don't get me wrong. I used to be the person where I was like, isolation is amazing. I could do everything on my own. I don't have to deal with people. No issues. But now let's look at the cons for isolation. It says limited social interaction. Living in isolation can result in limited social interaction, which may lead to feelings of loneliness and isolation. It may be challenging to find support or like-minded individuals nearby. Another one is lack of shared resources. In remote areas, access to, uh, access to services can be limited. You may need to travel long distances, distances to access medical care, groceries, other essential resources. Another one is greater responsibility and workload. You're going to live in isolation means often you're going to have to take on more responsibilities and tasks. You know, reading this, it looks like isolation is very risky. Like, yes, you're going to be living in peace. Yes, it's going to be quiet. Yes, you could just rely on yourself. But when it comes to cause, it seems like you're not going to have all the resources. You're not going to have all the answers. You're not going to have, um, you're going to feel lonely. Now the prones of community are support network. You're going to be living community. Living community provides a network of like-minded individuals who share similar values and goals. It offers a sense of belonging, emotional support, and opportunity for collaboration. Next one is resources, shares, and skills. In a community, resources and skills can be shared, reducing the individual burden of maintaining and managing off-grid systems. This could lead to increased efficiency and cost of savings. The next one is community, social interactions, and networks. Sorry, the next one is social interactions and networking. Community living offers social interactions, events, and networking opportunities. It provides a sense of... Um, it provides a sense of community and a chance to learn from others experiences and expertise so when i'm looking at this the pros and the cons of like isolation and the pros of community it's looking like community is the one that i'm going to benefit from um because if you are isolated you're just going to be relying on yourself to survive well when you have a community there are going to be things that you don't have you can rely on yourself, but you're also going to have people who have those things, people who have the answers, people who have resources. You're going to have be able to go to events. Um, people are be able to support you. It says people you get to learn from. You get to learn from people who are experts um, from their experiences. You know, more people, the better. That's what it's looking like here. In isolation, it's more of relying on yourself. Honestly, when I read this, you're just relying on yourself, your resources. 
you literally are just trying to survive and you're making, you're barely making it when you're isolated in life. Rather than community, you are thriving. You have yourself and you have people to help you out. And you're also giving and you're also receiving from people, but you're also giving. You guys, we were never meant to be isolated. We were meant to live in a community with each other, especially the church, the church. We need to be in communities. We need to help each other. We need to fellowship with each other. There's just so many benefits of community. Like I am preaching out here. I don't even know why, but I'm just excited because I know the difference when it was for me when I was by myself and the difference between when I was not in a community. And I get it. Sometimes God wants you to be by yourself to do better work on yourself, but he doesn't want you isolated. There's a difference between lonely and isolated. Sometimes God wants you by yourself for a little bit totally understandable so many times i was by myself but he doesn't want you isolated he wants you with people he wants you to do life with people and if you want a book i actually got this book a year ago um i still have to finish finish it though but it's called find your people it's by jenny jenny allen she's like a good known author christian author and um this book it was good i read like the first three three chapters three or two chapters and it has been bomb and has blessed my life and i hope that it blesses your life so um jenny allen is really known she actually have another book called girl wash your face or something like that and that book has helped me a lot too um she talks about um she talks a lot about anxiety and dealing with people and it has blessed my life as well so those are some resources some books that you guys could read if you are struggling with social anxiety or if you're struggling with finding community um your people so stay tuned for the next episode and i hope that this episode blesses you bye